Hello everyone and welcome back to the Building Brum Podcast. I'm your host Conor Nolan and in today's podcast I caught up with BCO Chair for the Midlands and East Anglia and Overbury Business Development Manager Danny Palmer. Danny joined us on the first podcast we did 12 months ago and today we're going to revisit the conversation around Birmingham's continued growth for Grade A office space, the growth of the Colmore Business District that could be seen with businesses like BT opening up their Midlands hub in the heart of the district and I'm going to be finding out more about the BCO mentoring program in the Midlands. In my opinion, one of the best mentoring programs out there. A big thank you to our Building Brum podcast series supporters, Reality Capture and Point Cloud modelling specialists, Scantet Digital, Solus, one of the UK's leading suppliers of commercial flooring and wall tiles, and Sunbelt Rentals. With over 200,000 items of equipment, they're the largest providers of equipment hire in the UK. If you'd like to find out more about our Building Brum sponsors after today's podcast, you can visit the Building Brum website. Hi, Danny. Welcome to the Building Brum podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, Connor. Good to see you again. Indeed, indeed. It's been, I can't believe it's been 12 months since we, uh, wow. we, we first sat down on the podcast when we launched it last year. And... Um, yeah, we're still going, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's it's going really well. We get thousands of listeners, um, people are still going back listening to the original podcast that we did together, and wow. uh, it's great It's great to be back here with you to, uh, to set the world to rights. Well, a lot has happened in the last 12 months, so there's lots to talk about, Connor. There is indeed, there is indeed. Firstly, how are you? How, how's things? How's, how's the team at Overbury? How's the BCO? I saw... Um, I've got to say, I saw your events program with the BCO has been one of the strongest out there since lockdown, since lockdown restrictions lifted. I've been on the HMRC building tour with ISG. I went on Wilmot Dixon's Brinley Place site visit. And it's just, it's, there's such great consistency there. It's like really, really well done to you and the team. Well, having spent... Uh, lots of time with virtual events during lockdown. We were pent. There was pent up demand to get back out there and do physical events. And we had we have in Birmingham a lot to showcase. And you've just mentioned two of the projects uh, that uh, you you visited. But we've got a very uh, busy program going into 2022 and during 2022. Um, we, we, we've got the next uh, Gen Z uh, uh, talk next week, which is about how Generation Z, what they, what, they, what they expect from their employers in the way of uh, envir- working environment. So that's going to be a really interesting uh, uh, event. Uh, that's, uh, now you've, you've got me, you'll have to go on the BCA website. It's on the Southside building, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Southside building. So that's going to be a really interesting event. And it's a physical event. So uh, get yourselves over there. There's a very interesting topic. So, And then on the 7th of December, we've got the BCO members social event, Christmas social, uh, over in Temple Street. Um, And that is a combination of uh, networking, but also inviting our next gen members to uh, meet mentors uh, and there's something I'm going to talk to you about later on uh, but we're starting 2022 off with a big event which is the tour of the 103 Colmore Road 
Oh, nice. That's scheduled for January. So that building PCs in January, and we're the first to to get a, 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 a official tour of the building. Uh, and that's going to be followed in February by the tour of the new BT offices at Three Snow Hill. So great program scheduled. I was going to say, when, when are we going to get the chance to uh, do a BCO visit of the BT um, new BT well, offices? As you know, Overbury uh, delivered the fit out of, of that building uh, during the last uh, uh, 12, 18 months. Uh, we finished that project in August this year. Uh, and the, the offices look really, really great. But um, it, it's it's the volume of office space that uh, being created for BT. It's 283,000 square feet of offices at Three Snow Hill, and they do look really good. Brilliant. Brilliant. How is so that, that, that is scheduled for February. That's February. So t- t- with the BT, how, how's that project gone? How is it? How, how is it? Because it's such a huge scheme, such a huge Birmingham city centre scheme, and what it what it kind of represents for the city with BT putting their put, put, putting their head office there. That's such a landmark landmark building because it was Ballymore that originally did the development, um, wasn't it? And they, they they constructed it with with the the cat A with Bam, yeah, and with with yeah. the office space going to use. It comes back to that question of is what. All that office space is now taken. Where what what what's next in terms of office space for Birmingham yeah. and this city? But going back to the actual project itself, how is it? How, how how have you found it? How has it been for Overbury? What challenges have you faced? What what kind of sets this 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 fit out apart from other from other office fit outs? Um, it's been a, a great success for Overbury and for BT um, with that volume of space when you're fitting it out there are all uh, there are always changes client changes uh when you when you start opening up the the building and you start fitting it out you come across issues that's typical of any uh fit out um most fit outs there are problems that uh you come across as you um work on the project and you, it's just how you go about dealing with it and it's been it's been a really great success the 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 BT program is a huge program across the country, and and uh, BT have decided to create four huge hubs: um, uh, Birmingham being one of them, London another, Manchester, and I think the fourth one is in Bristol. And those are large volume office fitouts like the one at Snow Hill. Uh, the, the the Birmingham project was very successful with BT and Overbury working together that. Uh, we've actually managed to pick up the Bristol project, which we're oh, currently wow. on site. Uh, yeah. and that's 190,000 square feet. So so it's been great. Um, but for someone like BT, you've got to cater for all the things that we've experienced in the last 12, 18 months. The working from home, the, the agile working model, the client spaces, um, uh, dealing with the different generations working in your organisation, um, so they, they, they've thought that through, they've, they, they've shaped, reshaped the model of their offices. And I think the best thing is come and see it in February and you'll get a taste of, of, of the different workspace environments that they've created. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing the views from the, from the top floor, but they're, uh, but they're something else. Yeah, they are great. They are great. No, really, really, really um, as far as your question on 
uh, office space in Birmingham, we're still, as I said 12 months ago, there is a shortage of new space. So um, at Paradise Circus, uh, there's only two, two and a bit floors left at number two Chamberlain Square. Um, 103 Colmore Row is letting very well. It's probably close to let half of it being let now. Um, and then the next building to come to market, a new building to come to market, will be uh, number one Centenary Way at Paradise Circus, the, the big exoskeleton building. And, and we, we all know that Arab have taken 68,000 square feet in there. But the, after that, that, that is the next building to come to market, and that doesn't come to market until the end of 2022. So, so that's why buildings like 8 to 10 Brindley Place, that being uh, re refitted by Wilmot Dixon, um, is, is going to be an attractive building. Um, there are other secondhand buildings in the centre that are being uh, uh, refurbished because of the shortage of good office space. Um, Birmingham is still a destination for inward investment, whether it's government departments or whether it's corporate businesses. Now, a good example of that is Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs, up until now, have only had a base in London, in Europe, and now they have, they've chosen Birmingham above other European cities to open their next uh, uh, building uh, offices. And they are looking for a huge amount of office space in the centre of Birmingham, uh, in the business district, and we're just waiting for them to decide which, which building they're going to go for. So, so it's fantastic. Birmingham has is, is got a lot of uh, 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 long way to go before it goes quiet. There's a good impetus to keep growing the business district and it's going to carry on. Where, where, where do you think it's going to expand out to? So, so with, with where Colmore Row is based and with, with this need and this shortage for grade A office space, do you think it's going to move? Because you've got, you've got the jewellery court on one side, you've got Digbeth on the other side, you've got the whole the Aston University and the whole campus on, on that third side, really. And then, then if, you, if you go left, if you're looking at Pigeon Park, you, 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 you're up at Paradise. Where, where, where do you see... If we go down the route of kind of introducing and developing new sites, geographically, where do, where do you think that we're best placed to kind of well, new spaces? The, the business district has widened and it starts at Snow Hill with the three Snow Hill buildings. And there's only 100,000 square feet left of vacant space there. And then it, now it goes all the way to Paradise Circus. But it's got closer to Brindley Place. Yeah. So I would say if you're a corporate business uh, looking for a huge chunk of office space, then you're going to be looking in those locations. Colmore Row is landlocked. There is not a huge chunk of space that will come available. Um, it, there, there will be when, when one or two of the old buildings are refurbished and they're, they're about to be. Um, and they may create six, 40 or 60 or 80,000 square feet, but they're a year away from, from happening. So, so if somebody needs a chunk of office space uh, and they're a, sort of a corporate type of business, they're going to look in those kinds of locations. If you're a media company or a gaming company, um, you might look at Digbeth, uh, which has got that you know, great um, 
uh, working environment that, that you know, um, so, so it, it, we, Paradise Circus is now pushing ahead with the next development, uh, which is uh, the net zero carbon building uh, to, to the right of number two Chamberlain Square. Um, that's the next one that will come out of the market, uh, come out of the ground. No, it's, it really is such a, um, it's such an attractive area that whole that, that, that kind of corridor of Colmore Row. And you're right with with what you're saying about Digbeth, with with such a, that that's such a creative creative quarter of of, of, of Birmingham really, and it's going to be exciting to see which what what organisations continue to move up and relocate to, to Digbeth and kind of give that further boost of confidence. Yeah. That, that the whole that that area really it's going to continue it really is going to continue um, um and and remember next year is a big year for birmingham with the commonwealth games you know birmingham is going to be a uh, uh, a focus for the world uh, as well as uh, a physical attendance from so many people in this country attending the games and i think we've done a great job or the council's done a great job of uh, getting Birmingham ready to make it such a wonderful space, the public realm, the buildings that are being built, office buildings and the residential uh, towers, um, the, the, the great bars and uh, uh, restaurants that have, have opened, you know, oh, catering for all it. kinds. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, especially with how they've, how they've laid out the, the whole area for um, where, where, where the Smithfield, where Smithfield is. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's it's ready to go, and you're right in all the investment with all new bars. You can't come up to Birmingham without there almost being a new bar opened up on what yeah. feels like a weekly basis. Now it is it's fantastic. A absolutely, and 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 I think I, I mentioned last twelve months ago, uh, Birmingham is still the youngest city in Europe. We have more young people living uh, in and growing up in this city that. That is very. That is still very attractive to employers, and that's why employers are basing themselves or opening or growing their businesses in Birmingham because the talent pool is still here. And this is where BCO, coming back to what I mentioned earlier about the mentoring program, so BCO have started and are growing the mentoring program for the next gen members. Uh, what that means is if you are a next-gen member of BCO, you have the opportunity to join a mentoring program for free, right? You just got to pay for to just got to pay to become a next-gen member, but then you get a chance to be mentored by a, 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 a grey haired person like me to help it, you I've I've seen your mentoring program. You've got the likes of you've got to say you've got Shauna Bradley, so you've got director of Glenhouse Architects. Instrumental on Paradise, Port Loop. You've got Ross Fittle, same again, project director for M M it, MEPC. MEPC. Oh, it's my, my dyslexia gets the better of me, and I jump, jump, <laughs> jumble it around. It's such a top caliber of mentors that you've got at the at the BCO. And what what I find really interesting is the fact that this kind of the BCO members and the mentors that are there. It's so great to see. That there's such a willingness to give back. Oh, hugely! It's, it's brilliant, and, and and I don't see anybody else doing this, any other organisation doing it as uh, as 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 
passionately as the BTO. No, you know, no. Um, it's so, but it's that thing. It's it's all those people on it. It's so on point, and it's such a great opportunity. I know if I if I I was coming into the industry and I, I saw that and became a BCO member, I'd become a BCO member just because of what what that opportunity there to be able to to well, sit down and 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 have however however long I would have with like whether or not it was a, a coffee once a month or. The way the way it works, Connor, is is four four meetings a year every three months. Uh, whether it's a coffee, whether it's a phone call, whether it's a, a virtual meeting, whatever suits the mentor and the mentee. Now, the program is not to teach the mentee to do their day job. That's the job of their line manager. But yeah. it's all the softer skills that they want to improve on, and the mentee chooses who their mentor is going to be, depending upon what they uh, want to improve on. And, and my message to your listeners uh, is um, go, go to your employer, ask them to, for you to become a next-gen member, and uh, then we will be in touch with you. That's uh, Alex Slatter, uh, chair of the next-gen uh, committee, who will then tell the, the next, new next-gen members how they can take ben- advantage of the mentoring programme. That's really really great. How did it come about? Because I mean, is it is it relatively new the mentoring program? How was how was it initiated within the BCA? It was um, uh, uh, the president at the time about three years ago, Katrina Costic Salmon of yeah. uh, President of BCO uh, in London, who who was very passionate about uh, uh, mentoring the young, and she started it and. They wrote, piloted it in London first, and then it was a success there. So we rolled it out, um, and we we we've been running it for about two two three years here, two years, and it's it's slowly gaining momentum, uh, but it's it, it will uh, gain more momentum as people hear about it. I don't think so. I've seen the list. I've seen all the mentors you've got. There's nothing sl- slowly gaining momentum. It's it's a huge. You've got a great pool of people to. Um, to kind of to work with there it's, it's great it is a, it's a great event and I, I i you know i do i, I do um uh, strongly urge your 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 listeners to to uh look into this go on the bco website and 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 read up about it um but the the other thing about bco is uh it's going to go from strength to strength now not under my leadership because i actually uh uh stepped down as chair of Midlands and East Anglia in uh, end of this year. Uh, my three-year three tenure is up. Uh, but the great news is that the new chair is Rob Van Zyl of Cundall. Uh, and Rob has been a, a, ju- a chair on the judging panel. He's He's been a, a committee member for many years. But what Rob is going to bring to the chairmanship for BCO here, but you know across the whole of BCO is the big agenda item going forward for the next few years, and that's net zero carbon. Yeah. Uh, so Rob is going to champion that, and, and we're going to focus our attention on everything to do with net zero carbon and sustainability. So again, that is very, very important for the BCO. But on also on top of that, because of the pandemic, the, the shape of the workplace has changed, uh, and we're still learning what the new shape of the workplace looks like. So... That 
is uh, something that we'll be focusing on as well, the modern workplace. You know, how do you incorporate, you know, uh, teams meeting spaces, agile spaces, you know, focus working spaces, collaboration space, all of that. And that will, will be showcased. Um, also, the BCO is rewriting the guide to specification. It's currently underway and that will be presented sometime next year to to all its members. So that's going to incorporate next zero carbon matters, the, the, the agile working model, all those things will be will will be uh, focused on by the BCO. So you know, it, there's a lot, lot, lot to do and happen uh, in 2022 with the BCO agenda. Well, firstly, I, I had no idea that you, 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 you it, your, your three-year tenure was was up. I just want to say, uh, congratulations over the past three years. I can't imagine the past two of the three years have been the easiest to be the BCO chair, um, dealing with a, with a pandemic and making um making engagement work it's but you 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 guys have done really really well and um thank you before, since since lockdown restrictions lifted with all the events that you've had straight away it's been delivered so so well so you, congratulations danny really and, and, well. and, and uh, thank thank you connor and and, and i think um uh, the bco um membership we thought was going to drop off considerably during the pandemic but it didn't. It only dropped off by ten percent. But now membership is growing again, and and membership in in the Midlands and East Anglia is is up above what it was before the pandemic. You know, so That's so brilliant. people do see the benefit of being a member. And is that across the board? Is that is that a range? Is that is that engineers? Is that architects? Is that yes? Element managers? Is that just across the board? Like real it's across the board? Engaged? It's even it's even next gen members. But yes, across the board, all property professionals uh, in in our region, you know, are signing up from different different sectors. So yes, that's really really that's really impressive. Really well done. And then and then so with Rob with Rob coming on as chair in. Um, from, from from December January, um, well, it's it, it's gonna it's gonna free up free, free up your time, I imagine immensely. The uh, well, no, no, I genuinely, really, really well done over there. Thank you, thank yeah. you very much. Well, um, it's gonna free up my time, but Overbury are are are, are busy, yeah, and growing, and I need to spend a bit more time on my day job, so <laughs> uh, I won't be twiddling my thumbs, that's for sure. No, that's great. That's great. The um, no, I mean, because with coming off with with project completion on um, on the BT Tower, I imagine you and you and the team are just literally all across the city, all across. Because I mean, your area. So with Overbury Midlands, is it is it a case of it's it finishes at the East Midlands, or do you cover across the whole of let's say that that that, that Midlands? We're we're um uh we're, we're uh, West Midlands, East Midlands, and East Anglia, including Cambridge. So. Cambridge uh, was growing anyway before the pandemic, but because of the pandemic, Cambridge is growing even faster because it, it's full of tech companies like Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, uh, and pharmaceuticals like AstraZeneca and uh, GSK and others. So, so they are they are just growing uh, even faster than they were before the pandemic. Um, so we're busy over there, you know, delivering uh, a great office fit outs but we're busy in Birmingham 
you know, we just finished the DLA Piper fit out uh, earlier this year at two, two, two Cambridge Square plus the Mazars fit out in in the same building. Um, uh, so yeah, we're you know, uh, it's one of those things to be so busy. <laughs> it, it, it's well, yeah, it's but you know, Overbridge a, a, a good safe pair of hands when when somebody's looking for a, a fit out during a, a time of turmoil that we've gone through. Uh, but also it's because our region is growing uh, from an office perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Danny, thank you so much for joining me today and giving us, giving us an update on the on the past 12 months and, and telling us about what, what the BCO has got in store for the next, for the next across all of next year. I'm, I'm sorry to, sit, to hear that you're, you're stepping, stepping down, but I'm sure you're not stepping away at all from, um, from the BCO. And, not at all, no, no. Good man. Then, Good to see you, Connor. And thank you so much for uh, uh, having a chat today. Not at all. Not at all. I'll speak to you soon, Danny. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Join us again next year, where we'll be joined by the team at Glenhouse Architects, responsible for the delivery of the new I-9 development in Wolverhampton. We'll be looking at the importance of this development from both the design and regional point of view, with the Ministry of Housing and Communities relocating from London to Wolverhampton to make this site their new headquarters. A big thank you once again to our Building Brum podcast series supporters, Reality Capture and Point Cloud modelling specialists, Scantec Digital, Solus, one of the UK's leading suppliers of commercial flooring and wall tiles, and Sunbelt Rentals, with over 200,000 items of equipment, they're the largest providers of equipment hire in the UK. Thank you for listening to the Building From podcast and supporting the series over the past year. Thank you to all of our guests who have joined me on the podcast. It has been great to talk with so many of you. And we're going to be back again in January with new guests joining me again every month. Thanks for listening and take care this winter, everyone. <laughs>